0: Ladies and gentlemen, people of the world, residents of the greatest county on the planet. Pain. P A Y N E. This is the Pastors of Pain radio show podcast on uh, Pete FM, Spotify. Uh, I think we we even have it on that can with a little string that goes out. Yeah, <laughs> all sorts of ways you can listen to this awesome podcast uh, and radio show for you and for the world. I'm Father Kerry Waculich, the pastor of St. John Catholic Student Center on the corner of Miller and Noblock, the most awesome corner in in the state. Wow. Wow. Bold. I mean, you could, what was the song about um I'm standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona. Yeah. I'm standing on a corner in Stillwater, Oklahoma. No, it doesn't oh, that doesn't work out all that well. I'm here with my amigo. Can we start the show over? Oh, I'm just my kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Wow.
1: just hurt my feelings, okay?
0: I'm here with uh, my- it's the charity
1: uh, of the Thanksgiving season emanating through my
0: body. I think that's tryptophan <laughs> <laughs> emanating through your body. Well,
1: I am going to eat some turkey Is, next week.
0: Oh, really? I'm going to Houston. Where? I'm going to go see my parents. Where's
1: Houston? Houston, Texas, man. Our nation's fourth largest city. Really? Yeah.
0: Seriously, fourth largest Houston, city. Yeah. Okay, what's the largest? New York. Okay. L.A. Uh-huh. Chicago. Houston. Which one has is a big bigger footprint? Like square miles? Uh, uh, okay. Uh, are you including like Katy, Texas? Yeah. I know those are, I mean. Well, that's not part of Houston. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. How do you know if somebody's from Houston? Give it to me. Okay. <laughs> so so <laughs> for all you listeners out there,
1: uh, and, that, and there's a few of you in Houston, Some some people in my family, people I went to high school with. We were having this discussion the other day. If you watch the World Series, which the Astros lost, by the way, which I'm very, I'm very upset about, and now they've been accused of cheating, which I'm also upset about. Are you about. serious? There's a whole they there's a whole, there's some evidence coming out that when they won the t- 2017 World Series, that they did it by stealing signs, using video equipment, and then signaling to the hitter via whistling what pitch was coming, so the p- the hitter would know what pitch was coming, so then they could hit it. Anyway, we're still—it's a under investigation. No judgment of my beloved Astros, who might be cheaters.
0: Well, is that cheating or is that intelligence gathering? Where is the line? That would be cheating. That is—that's not allowed. That's not allowed. You're not okay. allowed to focus
1: a video camera at the catcher's f- fingers. Oh, stop! Seriously, to steal the sign and then they—the—the the accusation is via, via whistling, uh-huh, and banging, like so. The guy—the guys at the plate, and. If they hear that, the one of them was a charge whistle. Like if they hear that, it's a changeup. Okay. And if they hear just a, it's fastball. And they would do that for every pitch. Yep. Wow. So the guy standing at the plate—I mean, that's the—that's—that's that's baseball. Right? But you how don't do you know, know? What, they throw out don't like know fifteen hand signs? There's all these they hand were signs going on. stealing out. the stealing the signs and then relaying it to the players. Anyway. Un- un- unrelated um, Whoa. okay anyway back so to so in for the astros they were uh th- there was this guy there's this guy in houston and his name is uh, jim McElvain, and he is commonly known as mattress mac okay and he owns the most successful furniture store in the united states of america it's called gallery furniture okay so you can always tell someone is from houston because they should be able to tell you if you're really from houston and you have watched any television or listened to any radio at any point in your life, you would know <coughs> the address and phone number of gallery furniture. Well, is
0: it is it like the one so, on WGN when I was watching the yeah, Cubs as a kid? Yeah. 588 eight, 2300
1: Empire. Yes. Okay. So when you meet someone from Houston, if you really want to know if they're from Houston, they, they say, don't want to they're lying. You say, they're what's like, your um what's the phone number of gallery furniture? And they should be able to say, just call gallery six nine four five five seven oh. Oh really where's Gallery Furniture located? 6,006 I-45 North between Tidwell and Parker. What? <laughs> Gallery Furniture really will save you money and then he, he's he's like wearing a mattress and he jumps up in the air with money.
0: <laughs> anyway, okay, so do we just so do I'm going to Houston. Do we it's just do an awesome. advertisement for them? They should send us some they money to send, run he's this. He's Catholic too. What?
1: Yeah, we he gives s- he's actually a very very charitable person. Uh, after the floods and all that in Houston, um, he does a lot for – yes, he does a lot for the church and just charity in general. A good, a good man. The, a the, good man. The poor, poor – And he poor. also bet a lot on the
0: World Series. Oh, it was that guy who yeah. lost $4 yeah. million. Dollars, but he also made like eleven because of other – But then of- the Astros lost.
1: Anyway, it's, it's all good. But I'm going to Houston, and it's going to be awesome – uh, I'm going to celebrate mass <laughs> at my home parish a couple times. St. Uh, Martin and Mary Lazarus, Friends, Martin of Jesus Mary and Lazarus Friends of Jesus Catholic Church. I've been there. And just have a little time with family. Excellent, dude. Glory to God. I'm going to give I'm going to be giving thanks. Really? Yeah, for a little, a little rest. Oh nice. Gearing up for Advent. Ooh. Sweet sassy. Here comes it's, Advent. It's December 1st. It's like a couple weeks away. Yeah. So this will air on uh, the 24th, Christ the King Sunday. Ooh, Christ the King? And then, um, yeah, and then Advent begins, the new liturgical year. December 1st begins the new year. Advent. If you're a liturgically minded. How many people are really liturgical? No, okay, no. I, think most I always people make that joke every year. I say Happy New Year on December 1st, and people...
0: I think most people show up at Mass kick me. on uh, the first Sunday in Advent surprised that Purple is out.
1: Like what? Oh, I think what? Advent does. Yeah, catches people. Oh, 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 oh this is Advent.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think it does. It does. Should we do a slow fade from like green because Christ the King is white? Yeah. So we wear green
1: up through the thirty third Sunday of Ordinary Time,
0: and, and then, then Christ, Christ the, the King, King. Should we do like a hybrid white purple, like just to mm, ease people I'm, in, or a, just tell them a whirlpool? A whirlpool? Uh, no, no. I, that's actually
1: one of, one of the things I love about the, the liturgical colors, and is there's sort of like a um, like a stark, like a like a it, it it surprises you. Like sometimes, you know, like you'll you'll come out wearing. Well, it happened on uh, All Souls, November second, so okay. it's during Ordinary Time in which we wear green because okay. we love the environment. <laughs> um, just That's kidding. what somebody <laughs> said one time. Um, God, Pope Francis loves the environment. It was Pope wore, Benedict. It was Pope, Pope Benedict oh, was, was it wearing was it? green, and he gave like a like a, an environmental sort of message. And people <laughs> were like, and he, the message matched the the color. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on but on All Souls, uh, Father Robert and I wore uh, we wore purple, the purple vestments, Ooh. and you could people were kind of you know just it catch, catches your attention. Like something is different about today. Oh yeah, because we're praying for the dead. I started wearing black occasionally for yeah. different different liturgies, yeah. uh, especially. Funerals. We don't have any black vestments, but you can.
0: I have two funeral. of them. If you'd like to, yeah. uh, I don't know if they'll fit you. Why are you? You're. <laughs> you're mean. I mean, they're like they're like they're like kid. I had size. somebody somebody <laughs> came up
1: to me after mass yesterday, and there uh, a woman who at the parish, and she was listening. I guess we were talking about Saint Paul. Uh-huh. And I referred to St. Paul as a turd. No, you didn't. Well, like in his former life, like he oh. was a turd, you know? And she was like, I just I just laughed out loud. That was, I can't <laughs> believe you called St. Paul a turd. And I was like, oh, I mean, not, not the new St. Paul, the old St. Paul. <laughs> yeah, the Saul of Tarsus. Yeah, we could probably use words than that, but we can't <laughs> say them on the radio.
0: My new favorite line is, if you roll a turd in powdered sugar, it's still a turd. Oh. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, enough to talk. Goodness. <laughs> well, so
1: um, one thing I wanted to, I think, what I think is maybe perhaps a worthy a worthy discussion for today. Uh, a lot of times uh, on Chris, Christmas and Easter, a lot of people come to church, okay. and this is the Catholic Church and other churches generally when they don't go on other days, um, and so we do a big effort. And, and and we should we do a big effort to like welcome people and invite people and bring your family
0: bring your friends put and, signs up front that say Christmas and Easter only Catholics you get to park up here sort yeah, of stuff
1: yeah front front door welcome um, but I thought we would as we enter into Advent and as a lot of people uh, who maybe don't go to church on a regular basis uh, and this would, and this is also this is true of a lot of Catholics so I know, I know there are people listening right now who are Catholic grew up Catholic. But who, for for some reason, do not come, do not go to the Catholic Church, and we would like them to. Yes, and for indeed, the good, for their own good. Um, we'd like to do just like a, an episode for them to talk to them and to invite. So often we just we we sort of assume or we don't, but to make an explicit invitation to Catholics who have. Whatever the word is, fallen away, uh, gotten lukewarm, um, left, joined something Ma- else. Mad. Uh, we would like to make an explicit invitation and a compelling argument Ooh. for compelling? you, for you to come back. Oh, okay. Starting immediately.
0: Welcome back to do. Yes, it's and it Jesus will not involve
1: Carrie, uh, Father Carrie, singing. What? Uh, Welcome back, Cotter. Uh, hit hit songs from the late seventies.
0: Oh, it was a dream. Um, okay, so so a couple, one thing, I, you and I came up with a list, and one of the things I mm-hmm. I, I kind of believe that maybe that keeps people away is this kind of culture uh, of separation of science and faith. Yeah, I was reading. So you're saying people, yeah, do like, come
1: to church because they're, they're yeah, because having, they're having uh, there's sort of a disconnect in their mind between what like, science can prove and what
0: faith. Or you knows. go back in history or something like that. Like we, we, you know, what we probably need to do a little show on Christmas because sometimes you hear that line that's like Christmas is just a pagan holiday turned into a Christian religion. Yeah. And uh, okay, well, there's. We can talk about that, or even like I was reading uh, Richard Dawkins the other day. It's called like uh, Big Questions of something or other. Richard uh, Dawkins, who's a atheist, who is an atheist. Yeah, and, and so I'm well, good here. for I'm, you for reading the. So atheists. I'm reading it. it. It's well, it is because you get to think with the mind of somebody else, and I think that's one of the you know greatest tragedies of uh, greatest tragedies of of the like lack of exploration of knowledge, and how to incorporate that in your faith, because now I get to learn a lot about what Richard Dawkins is talking about. I, I, I think there's that separation between, like, oh, well, we uh, we can't be religious and we can't be scientific, or we can't believe in science uh, and we can't believe in Jesus. The two are completely separated. And yeah. that, you know what? It's, I, I found out but over a the lot years of that people believe that's not that. true.
1: A lot of people believe that. I mean, so they must have some compelling reason to believe that
0: i'm not sure they have a compelling reason because what we do is it kind of in our modern times we take our information from social media and so whatever social media facebook uh instagram or uh twitter or pinterest kind of tell us that's that's our news and what did the bishop say the other day the news the news media is to what keep your hair on. our job is to set your hair on fire (laughs) to set your hair on fire and so the i I think for a lot of Catholics, including myself, it's like a deep exploration of science to bring those two together. Like you can read Father Lamach, who's the physicist who wrote this understanding on, on Big Bang, and he had to prove to Einstein that it was true. Yeah. And Einstein was like, this is the best.
1: Well, and I think sometimes people lump. So ca- the Catholic Church has, has generally speaking, uh, we've had a good relationship with science. Uh, Forever, we, we we, you know, Gregor Mendel was a priest, the founder of monogenetics, uh, the big Big Bang theory. I mean, there's a lot of like very prominent and, and many some of them were were priests even, yeah, who were scientists. And but then I think where uh, Richard Dawkins and others they sort of lump Catholics in with other Christians who don't have such a positive view uh-huh. of science. I mean, there's a Vatican Observatory. Albert the Great discovered arsenic. Yeah, Saint Albert the Great, patron saint of scientists. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so I think sometimes we get sort of all religious people sort of get lumped in together, whereas we would we were saying like maybe like Catholics have a different
0: relationship with
1: science than
0: than some other S- Christian, Christian denomination. denominations. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and we we don't. Ha- there's not enough out there to I think draw the Magic center the Magic center Father Robert Spitzer yeah. if you want to study science and physics and ast- astronomy boom go to him okay what, yeah. tell me so what that's a,
1: so that's a yeah so some people are have have walked away from the church or are lukewarm on the church cuz they don't think we have a good relationship with science and i would i would urge you to di- dive deep on that one cuz 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 we do the catholic church and science Get along. We believe in faith and reason. Duke at Altum, the put, faith and reason, the two wings that two, lift us up to we heaven. Put two together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some people uh, are not Catholic uh, anymore. Uh, actually, is that is that true?
0: Well, they're baptized Catholics, so they're
1: forever. So, and so ever. they're indelible yes.
0: mark on their soul. <laughs> they're forever, and,
1: forever Catholics. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think a lot of people like. So if somebody says like, "No, I've, I'm not Catholic anymore,"
0: they're like, "Well, you are. You are a baptized Catholic." We would say that you are, just not um, practicing but not practicing not, not living out the the the, the catholic faith. precepts of the church. Uh-huh. And, okay, so some people are angry at the church. And rightfully so. There's some there's some reasons, <coughs> some good reasons why. Yeah,
1: what are some good reasons to uh, the, be angry? The the, at the, the pre-sexual church. Abuse, Sexual abuse crisis, yes. some of the bishops, how we've handled that. A lo- yeah. yeah. Some people have been not that that's not their issue. Their issue is they were treated badly mm-hmm. in the church by other church members? By a priest. A priest was mean to them. Uh, they wanted something from the church, and the church was not able to provide it mm-hmm. um, or provide it uh,
0: according to how they wanted it. Yeah. There was this uh, There was this nun. Uh, this guy was—he says, oh, I don't go to Mass anymore because these nuns used to whoop my hands with rulers. And I said—I looked at his wife. I said, you know why uh, young boys got their hands whooped by nuns with rulers? Because they were just crazy and would just do everything and do outbursts and stuff like that. The and nuns he, were crazy, hey, or the, no, no, the young the boys. boys were oh. the young boys. They yeah. would just go, they would just go like wild in class. Yeah. And he goes, oh, "Yeah, that's pretty much right." <laughs> I was like, "I had well, nuns yeah. too." <laughs> so I think there's a,
1: there's some people who there that there's hypocrisy in the church, right. um, and there is, right. and there okay. is, and that's something you know Pope Francis talks about a lot, and 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 calls out and we try to root out and and so i think I, what i would say to those individuals um yes so the the church has messed up on on a variety of fronts um maybe somebody in the church did not treat you well uh but but i would urge you especially if you're here in stillwater is is give us give us another chance um and let us love you and mm-hmm. and 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 ultimately it's your. It's a. Although somebody had done something wrong to you, um, to leave the church that Christ founded, to leave the Eucharist, ultimately isn't isn't good for you. Correct. Um, that you belong, you belong in the church. Right. Right. Um, and the church is here for your good, even though the church is made up of sinful people, like you and me. Uh uh-huh. And. I mean, I know I've not always been the, right. the, the most charitable person. Oh, I agree. If you catch me on a bad day, I mean, I know. I mean, there's people. I there was a lady. This is last year, and um, it was after mass, and I was talking to somebody, and I like sh- she walked by, and I and I like waved, um, and she waved back, but but it like the way, kind of the way it just went down. She kind of thought I was like. I didn't have time for her, and it, and it was not that at all. But that was how it was perceived—that mm. I did not have Got time it. for, for to, to for her. And I just and I regret that. And it's not something I can't I can't take that moment back. I mean, if I could, if I knew it sort of the effect it was going to have, I would. You know, I would have made sort of a bigger effort, um, but I didn't know. It was just it was a right. kind of a weird interaction.
0: There there has to be that forgiveness of people because I mean like. You yeah. you're standing out in front and meeting yeah. 250 people a day on a Sunday or 600 people. You're running into them, sure. talking to them, sure. and it's like you there's kind of hard, a crush. It's yeah. hard to be all things to all people at right. that moment, and right. you can't. Uh, uh, last time yeah. I checked, I don't read souls. But also, we've we you know yeah, we, there's just
1: there's sinful people in the church. Sometimes we're not as charitable as we should be. Mm-hmm. But I think that's also the nature of going to church with other people, right? Um, I mean I've been treated badly by people. Uh you, but it it's it's in one way it's the way of the world and so you don't I guess to say c- come back and right. give, give right. us another give us another chance. Okay, some people uh have their priorities out of whack. Can we say a word to them? Maybe they don't they don't think they do, but uh, Yeah,
0: it's that uh, there's a, been a trickle down so, they want their kids to, and the, uh, some parents told me this one time. They said, Well, we just can't make it to Sunday Mass because we have traveling soccer. And I said, Oh, okay. So, you, so you just like, you go to the local parish in the town you're going to. And like, Well, no, we have to get up early in the morning. I was like, Well, this is so what happens, I think, is like, So, you go, the so they, they want their kids yeah. to travel and play soccer. So, they do all this stuff. And then they just don't go to Sunday Mass while they're traveling. It's like, well, there is that awesome website MassTimes.org, yeah, and you can find a local parish and and make it a priority, make it a priority in life to to help your kid uh, become a saint, to help yourself become a saint. And I think, I think, I think that,
1: there's something too, like going and visiting other parishes. I mean, there's a, it's I, I love I love visiting other parishes, but I think from a, so I think a lot of times that that makes can make a person or an individual, so for out of some weakness, maybe maybe bad priorities. Maybe even something i not of your own doing—some illness mm-hmm. or something—you get away from your, the practice of your faith, and then you just you never come back. Uh, just um, out of habit. And so, what, okay. what what does somebody need to do? Okay, so here somebody's listening right now, and they haven't been to church in a year or five or ten. They're Catholic. They're baptized. Um, they grew up in the faith. Ah, uh, maybe they just maybe during their time in college, their priorities were elsewhere. Um, what What would they need to do to come to mass
0: this Sunday? Wake up for one. Uh, uh-huh. let's see, yep. uh, yeah. set, yep. an, set an alarm clock. Set an alarm Priority clock. one. Uh, yeah. So look gl- up the mass times. Uh, yeah, you can wake up at eight a.m. and then you could probably find. I don't know, depending on what city you're in, uh, you could probably find four or five mass times and go. I walk up to the priest. Just go. Just yeah. walk up to the priest and say, Hi, I'm Billy Bob, and I haven't been to Mass since I was 18. Or, Hi, I'm Jennifer, and I ha-. Let me just get a little sophisticated accent. Hello, my name's Jennifer, and I haven't been to Mass since I was 18. Okay, so just go up there and introduce yourself to the priest and be like, I I, I I, need your help. I haven't I haven't been
1: here. Yeah. Um. So we would recommend that you go... Go to, go to mass. Go to mass mm-hmm. um, before you go back to receiving holy communion. Before you go back to the sacraments, make a good cleaning and, out of your make soul. Make a good make a good confession. So look up. In the same time, you're looking up the mass times. Uh huh. Look up the the confession times. Um, if if that doesn't work for you, um, every priest I know, there's this little line at the end of the confession times where it says or by appointment. Um, those are phone calls that we love to get, and that is. Uh, hey Father Kerry, I'm a senior at OSU. We've never met. Mm-hmm. Uh I'd like to, you know, come back to practicing my faith before I graduate. I was wondering if I could meet with you here yes. this week. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. We're gonna find the time. <laughs> they may yeah, you know, yeah. Well give give us a couple times and, and we'll and we'll make that work. Uh so make come back, make a good make a good confession. Um and then and come back to the sacraments. It's awesome. It's not actually not that hard. I think people over sort of complicate. Oh, I'd have to go to confession. Going to confession is is not that hard. Mm. Uh, I mean, it takes a little time. You got to schedule it and. Uh, you examine your conscience.
0: If you need look, a good examine, there's an app called The Confession App. Yep. It has an image of divine yep. mercy on it. Yep. You can select which one you want. And then, and then when you hit uh, submit, it, it sends a text message to the local priest to set an appointment. No, it does. not. I'm just kidding. That would it, be awesome. it would be awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so he just you've gets been... a list of sins,
0: <laughs> <You've>... <laughs> and it says uh, it checks their calendar, like makes an appointment automatically. That would be brilliant. So people who have just
1: been lukewarm in their faith or away for for whatever reason, due to their own lack of priorities, or maybe illness, something right? something like that.
0: Okay, I got another one. Yeah, I there's this line from I don't know who it was. It says uh, that. People leave Catholicism for what they don't know it to be, rather than they know it or what, what it think, is to be. Yeah, so, what, what I you know what know I'd know suggest if you're if you're listening to this, go back and listen to some of our episodes on on the Eucharist, Ooh, on baptism, uh, on uh, I just pick up some of those sacraments. Like what is what is Easter? Uh, what is the sacrament of confession? Listen to some of those. You know, they're only twenty eight minutes. It's a run. It's a drive to work. Go back and listen to some of those because I really think that people leave Catholicism for what they th- they don't know it to be rather than what they think it is or know it is. Uh, why, why do people leave? Maybe there's that lack of encounter with Jesus. And I, I, that, I, that You've happens. You've never known, encountered the Lord. Yeah, that yeah. happens. You know, like as a child— you and you, you meet the Lord little by little by little, and I think some people are like, I haven't had one of those big St. Paul moments where you know Jesus knocks me on the ground. Okay, well, I don't want to be blind for a couple days. I'd rather Jesus like gently walk me yep. into a life of holiness yep. rather than blind me uh, with a bright light that incinerates my retinas. So th- there's a uh, there's something for for people right there, and so if you um, if you're like. You know, I was raised Catholic, and I really don't know much about my Catholic faith, and I want to come back. Father Mike Schmitz has these really cool videos. Uh, I sent one to a student the other day, uh, and she she texted me and goes, says, is Mary really without sin? And I, Uh, in in the back of my mind, I was like, (laughs) (laughs) Uh. so I I sent her Father Mike Schmitz video on the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And as I said that to someone, they said, I thought Jesus was immaculately conceived. I was like, oh, no. So I sent them the video, too. So this is, there are great, incredible resources. There's the website Formed that has. uh, Formed.org. And when you go to your parish, when you're like, hey, I'm going to go back to Mass. I Go in, ask the pastor, like, hey, do you guys have a Formed account? And if they say no, then. We do. We do at St. Francis Xavier. You can call St. Francis Xavier. And And you
1: don't even need a password anymore you there's don't no more yeah it's they've free made it, they've made it well you go in and you log in sort of under under your um, under your parish
0: oh right right right
1: yeah. but there's there's wonderful book i mean i think a great little book we give it we give it out a lot at the parish is just is called catholicism for dummies
0: oh yeah that's a goodie it's a
1: nice little book and it's a nice introduction even for those who are catholic but maybe don't know their faith as well as they should um, catholic.com is just a, is a great website of what uh, we call it apologetics, sort mm-hmm. of arguments for the faith. Why do we baptize infants? Is, was Mary really immaculately conceived? Some of those things that can be kind of stumbling blocks. Is the Eucharist really, you know, is it really Jesus' Jesus's body, blood, soul, and divinity? Uh, the answer is yes. But you can go look it up. <laughs> um, so any of those things that might be sort of stumbling blocks in a person's faith that maybe have made them, you know, go, go elsewhere. Um, what if you're, like, married or dating—you're Catholic, you're married or dating someone who's not Catholic, and they've sort of, like, are kind of maybe pulling you in their, in their direction? Well,
0: there's, there's often times where—and this happens in college—like, someone will come to Mass—they'll bring their friend to Mass, the, the person they're dating, they're engaged to, and they say, I really like, like, loud music at church. Uh, and so that pulls people away. They, you know, they want that rock concert experience. You can turn up the organ. We can play Ennegada De Vida for like 40, on the organ. But there is, I think that, then, you know, people being pulled away. And at the heart of that is teaching your significant other, your uh, the person you're dating, your person you're getting married to, uh, the beauty of your Catholic faith. And show it to them, but by taking them to Mass, and, you know, I think uh, sometimes we take people to Mass, and they're like, you know, it's—our our priests don't have sort of, uh, you know, pearl snap button shirts on, and, like, there's not a rock and roll band behind them. But what I, I find amongst college students is they find the liturgy beautiful. They're like, wow, there's something going on here that I don't really grasp, and so I want to learn more. So for those people who are dating, it's an opportunity for them to, to grow in knowledge of their faith and to, to teach their spouse. Yeah, and don't
1: spouse. be weak about it either. You know, I mean, okay, you maybe you don't—maybe your your girlfriend, boyfriend, your, your spouse is asking you questions about the faith that you don't know the answers to. You know, the, the response to that is not to, well, I, I don't know, so let's just go wherever you want to go. So I've had
0: couples um, learn, learn, make, see it as an opportunity, as a, as a window. I've had couples in marriage prep bring their spouses to RCA, and they're like, "Well, I know everything. You know, I went to Catholic schools. I know all my faith very well. I pray but each day." No. And then, and then, what do they do? They brought their spouse to RCIA so that they could get this feel yeah. of the community and yeah. the faith. All right, we got one minute left here,
1: uh, Father Kerry. Uh, you, what do, you, what do you want to say to someone who is not Catholic, uh, who is Catholic but is not practicing their faith?
0: Welcome back! Yeah, come on, just come. We're bringing it. We're bringing it. Just we're bringing come. it back. Just come. Come back. To we know show.
1: you're out there uh, here in Stillwater. We know you're out there on the campus of OSU. Um, maybe we, you're listening to this and you're 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 going and you're practicing your faith and you're loving the Lord. Maybe you could pass this on. Excellent. To, to somebody else, uh, just send them send them the link. Um, we want to meet you. We want to. We want to hear your story. Um, if it is something that maybe you're angry about or something, let, can we talk about it? Let's, Amen, brother. Let's talk about it. Let's sit down and and and, and dialogue. And uh, we want you back in the church that Christ founded. And Christ the King wants you back. The Lord and Giver of Life. He loves you, and walks by your side every day. He uh-huh. wants to feed you with His body, blood, soul, and divinity. All right, you've wasted another perfectly good half hour. <laughs> Uh, we're grateful for you listening, and uh, we'll uh, we'll see you next week. God bless you. God bless you.